and welcome to the Garden Church Podcast. We've been waiting for you. We pray this message inspires, encourages, and blesses you. Thanks for listening. You are an amazing church. So excited to see some people baptised going to be so special. In just special. a little while. So that would be just so good in just a little while. We're going to um, have a little chat, um, Amy and I. This is my wife, Amy. If you haven't met her, give her a... <laughs> we thought it would be really good in the last um, few months. We've just been discussing how it would be great on occasions, maybe three or four times throughout the year to have a discussion that is really built around who we are as a community of faith and how we can continue to grow in our fellowship of Jesus. Um, Fellowship meaning how we follow Jesus. And and so we would love this to be a chat around how we can grow in our relationship with Jesus because that's God's idea, that he wants us to grow. Also a discussion around God's plan for us to gather in community because that's also his plan. Mm. Because we do community at, at Garden Church. We do community quite intentionally um, in response to um, what God has called us to become and also a discussion around God's hope for us to be a community of faith that goes into the world to make a difference. And so because that really is our calling. We love our world in response to a wonderful saviour that leads the way um, in loving the world before us. So that would be really good. We wanted to start by talking really about something that um, was also mentioned in that video a little bit before, just around the thought of how this last 18 months God had really been encouraging us to be just a little bit more intentional um, about how we facilitated people growing in their faith. Um, yeah, that's right. And, and, and you know, because God always wants us to grow, yeah. wants yeah. us to grow in our relationship with Jesus. Whether you've been following the Lord your whole life and you are now, you know, been following Him for decades, He's not finished with you. So He wants us to grow in our relationship with Jesus. Wants us to grow in our purpose. From Jesus, and He wants us to go in our likeness of Jesus. Right. Yeah. Can I say that again? In other words, he, he wants us to become more and more like Him into His image in ever increasing glory. Yeah. You know, those things in our life that God just points out every now and again is sometimes those things that God says, I want you to look like my son, I, I just want you to look like Jesus. And so, God is never finished with us. He's always wanting to grow us and to do something fresh in our lives. What that means for you is that every day God's wanting to do something fresh. (laughs) He's not done. Honestly, if we're living this life boring as a Christian, we're not doing it right. He puts us on the edge all the time of, you know, of growing and life and colour. It's a hyper-colour life, the following Jesus. It's not... Uh, mundane or grey or boring. And, and so one way that we, in our thinking, there's many ways that you grow. 
But one way particularly that we wanted to, as a community of faith, really get better at is helping people be resourced in the way that they could grow. And so we're really using one particular section of our website as a go-to place for our ongoing resourcing of each one of you. Not extensively, but just resources that have been thought out, have been prayed over, prayed over by the key team within the church, and that we would, in a quarterly basis, have fresh resource to empower you. I find when somebody refers something to me, maybe a book to read, a podcast, um, a playlist to worship to, I am stretched in my faith. It comes alive to me. And so one of our next steps as a church has been really developing and we'll continue to develop this resource page on our website for you that changes seasonally. And you'll notice that when you go onto this website page is that there's all different resources for people at all different stages of their walk of faith. There's people here this morning that it's your first time to church. We want to celebrate you. We, we do. We want to celebrate you. But we want to celebrate people on the other extreme that have been following Jesus for many, many decades at the same time. But I would say to each one of us that salvation, baptism in the Holy Spirit or water baptism is a beautiful encounter with God that I encourage all of us to be a part of. But they are really gateways into this beautiful next steps of following Jesus. That just, it's just doors into the next adventure of what God has for us. It's not, what I'm saying is it's not the end. There's so much more. Tell the person beside you there's so much more. Go on, prophesy over it. There is. Absolutely is. Yeah, I think that as a church, we've always been very intentional about what we do in each season and we're very prayerful even mm. before a season about mm. what we are, where God is leading us as a That's church right. because I think when we are a community of faith then God is wanting to do something individually in each and every one of us but then he's wanting to do something corporately and so even when, you know, in a different season of church life we'll have different series that we will go through and then, so then I think, you know, where we've been prayerful mm. since the beginning of this year is it shouldn't just be on a Sunday that we come and hear God's word and hear and, and grow in our knowledge or our, or our encounter with God, but we want you to be able to encounter God and grow in him all through the week. And often that takes the form of, you know, listening to a podcast that can help you along in your journey or your understanding yes. or reading a book. I love reading books. I'm a big reader. And often, too, amongst our key team, we know that, oh, these are great resources that we have been enjoying at the moment. And so I think... And they have impacted us. And they've impacted us. So Mm. I think there is, especially in today's today's technological technological age where there is so much Mm. resource out there, but not all of it is maybe the best resource that we can be putting into our lives. And so we wanted to create a way that we can begin to come on a journey of faith together as a church, but where we can resource you in your in whatever way works for you to be able to keep on growing in your walk Absolutely. of faith. So those are the kinds of things that you'll find up on that resource You know, page. having served Jesus in some capacity as a pastor for, you know, better part of 30 years, I, I think sometimes people stop 
growing because they don't know what's next. Mm. They're not bad-hearted. They're not rebellious. It, they just don't know what's next. That's right. And so the thought for me is that you grow best when you know what's next. Mm. That there is something that God is doing in our life, that he's taking us to new dimensions. You know, Psalm 119 says that his word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So the word shows me where I'm at. (laughs) This is where I'm at right now, but also where he wants to take me. And so, you know, the the inference from that is that to know where we're at right now Mm. and also where God wants to take us. Because he's always, by his word and by his Holy Spirit, wanting to take us somewhere. In that space, in that place that he's taking us to, is somewhere we can't take ourselves. Mm. <laughs> and, and so we need his Holy Spirit, we need his word. And so a lot of this resource is to help empower you in that. I mean, even this next term, because come September, we'll be doing a series that will be based around family and around um, you know, really entitled family matters in relationships. Mm. And so there's some resource on, uh, just to use an example, there's some resource on our resource page around relationships and, mm. and life that will really empower you as pairing. There's one book in there that, you know, I'm s- still about three quarters of the way through that you say, well, I can't read all these books. Well, one book a year is better than no books a year. Mm. It's just, you know, you might get one thought out of a book that will just shift your thinking to be more Christ-like. You know, there's a whole lot of different resources there from Bible reading programs to worship playlists. These guys up on stage here have um, put together playlists so that you can worship Jesus mm. for more than the 20 minutes on Sunday. Mm. <laughs> Authentic Christianity is a whole lot more than the 20 minutes on Sunday. And so I want you to be empowered the best that we can to do this life to its fullest. And so you'll just be blessed by that. On, on that little snippet there, some people would have seen some of that language, a sure stem, uh, you, you know, sapling, uh, sequoia. Could you go a little bit deeper into that? For, for yeah, us? so I think this is a really great way of just thinking about a journey of faith that we're always on a journey in our faith of going somewhere and we're always walking somewhere, taking that next step in our journey of faith. And I think I would love each and every one of us to be mindful of, I guess, you know, you heard that phrase, find your stage, discover your step and keep walking. So where where am I at in my journey of faith? I think, you know, in the Bible, in Matthew 13, um, the kingdom of God is described as a, as a mustard seed. It says, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants. It grows into a tree and birds come and make nests in its branches. And I, I think when, you know, we, we think of that as describing the kingdom of heaven in a corporate sense and how incredible is the church of God and we've yeah. seen the kingdom of heaven around the world, it began as this smaller seed yeah. and then it grew to be this amazing plant that mm. is just in every corner of the earth nowadays. But I also think that the kingdom of heaven in our own hearts is like a little mustard seed yeah. and it starts off just as a seed of faith. It just starts sometimes as... Well, I don't really understand how all this works, but yeah. I want to believe in Jesus. And so I think of that as like, you know, just being at a seed stage in your faith. And we want to be a church that 
if you are at that first seed stage, we celebrate you. But we want to be so mindful of being a good steward with that seed that's in your heart. We want to see it grow towards you becoming eventually a fully devoted follower of Christ. So I think if we think about our journey of faith, it starts off as a seed. And if you could think of yourself, maybe you, you could think today, I think I'm just at that seed stage. I'm just starting off with Christ. Mm. Well, then even over this next season ahead, we want you to grow in that. We want you to have strong foundations in Christ. So even the small groups we offer, each term we always offer a following Jesus small group or an alpha small group. These are really small groups that are designed if you have a seed-like faith at the moment, you're just starting out with Jesus, we want to encourage you to keep on following Jesus. I want to be a church, I want to be part of a church that when people come and they just you just have that seed-like faith, we see it nurtured and yes. grown Amen. so that it then becomes like a sapling, okay? So that's, oh, sorry, a stem. Oh, skipping ahead there. Where you understand what it means to believe in Jesus mm. and that you're, that you're figuring out what it means to follow him. I mm. think that is a next step. So that's mm. kind of what where we're taking each other on the journey of mm. by, by articulating that. And if that's you, then, you know, we have a whole list of ideas for this coming season that Mm. can really help you. But the idea is just that we keep on walking in our step of faith. You know, then that that seed turns into a little stem of faith. Then it becomes a sapling, right, where, you know, you might feel like Jesus is Lord of your life and you feel close to Him mm. and you're depending on Him until our seed is like a full-blown sequoia. I look out at our church and we're so blessed to have generations of people in our church who've been following Jesus, mm. sequoias of people who've put yeah. their roots down into yeah. Him and they are like fully-blown sequoia trees yeah. for Jesus. Amen. Yeah. They're all in. But I don't think it has to describe a time frame of you following Jesus. That's I right. think it's a, yeah. it's a heart of where you've allowed your heart to be drawn towards him. That's right. And I don't know about you, but I want to keep on going towards being a sequoia for Jesus where I'm like yeah. all in. Amen. Even in this last season, Jesus has been saying to me, there's little parts of your life, Amy, they're not right. They're uh, not where they should be. True. I want you to change them. I want to be that kind of follower of Jesus. Amen. Not Amen. like, oh, I remember in 1996 and I made a decision for Jesus. Yeah. And that was great and it's been ho-hum since then. No. Absolutely. Yeah, our life of faith is designed to keep on growing. And so Absolutely. that's what we really want to encourage you in. So true. With talking the, about the sequoia, to explain the sequoia is another... Um, name commonly known as the redwood, which is a huge tree, particularly growing in California. What's interesting about the sequoia that you know grows 95, 100 metres in the, in the air, if not more, with a, a girth of 30 metres round. What's interesting about the sequoia is that their strength comes, amongst other things, because their roots intertwine. Mm. In, in mm. fact, they've done some studies where the nutrients from one sequoia tree to another go between sequoia yeah, trees. Yeah, it's amazing. Even to the point where they, say, they, they have, and I don't know how they would do this, where they can communicate one to another, which is so, so amazing. Yeah. wow. It, it says to me also about something that is really unique, that nature shows us the importance of intertwined relationships and connections. Yes. Which really is the basis of our small group. Mm-hmm. Process in small groups, really, really being not just what we do, but who we are. Mm. 
It's really significant that it's not just something that we do as a church, it's who we are. We're in small groups, you know, right from every part of our church. We're in small groups because we believe the biblical pattern is one of small groups. Mm. In fact, God himself, the God that we worshipped this morning is a small group. Yes, yeah. He's three Mm. in one. He's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And that's why we can call him and know him as love. If there's nobody to love, you can't be called love. Mm. The very essence of our creator is love because there's another to love. And so very theologically, this is why we do small groups. Even us meeting together, whether it's two or three, represents the Godhead that we worship, three in one. And so small groups, once again, is not something just that we do. It's who we are. I'd encourage everybody, and I love that we have youth small groups. We have all different diverse small groups, once again, depending on where you are at in your walk of faith. But they all have the same thing to bring us together, to grow together, and that is so significant. Uh, right now, I want to honour everybody that's leading a small group yeah. this term. Yeah. I want you to jump to your feet or scream or holler or something right yeah. now. Everybody, give them an amazing round of applause right across. There's around about 30 small groups this, this term, isn't it? 20? Oh, I was only 10 now. <laughs> That's so good. So it's a big heart of our, of our church, small groups. And I want to encourage you in that continually to just let it be part of our lives, joining life upon life, intertwined together, because we grow best when we do relationships with people. Great. And I think it's not too late to join a small group for this term if you haven't yet. It's a great way of finding yourself in community and keeping on growing in God. So that's so... I love our small groups. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. They're amazing. Um, I just want to also let you know about something that's just begun probably over the last little season of our church since we've become Garden, and that is the whole idea of our community groups within Garden. And so as a church, we want to keep on becoming a place where you can find your home, where you can get to know people who know more than just your name, where they know where you're at, where your family's at. You can really find your place in our church. And small groups play a big part of that. But as small groups within our church, they run from term to term. So if you're brand new to our church, you'll notice that each term we have different small groups. But what we also want to do is have a place where you can begin to find your home within our church community and find people who love you and know your name. And so our community groups are really a place for that to happen. They're based on a geographical region. So we have our north, our central and our south community groups. And really the heart behind them is simply that there would be a structure there, there would be a place there where people are watching out for you. We do quarterly community group events where you can come with your family and just in a relaxed environment, social environment, get to know people from our church. So you'll be hearing a little bit more about our community group. Yeah, absolutely. And really our heart is that if you've been a stranger, you've come into the church as a stranger, that it would go from stranger to friend, to family. 
you know, one of the callings and mandates of the church, amongst other things, is to be a family. And uh, I want to honour the um, community group leaders right now. And uh, I'll go through the different regions because you might be able to think, I'm in this community group. First of all, we have the north of the border, friends. Um, They are run and overseen by Matt and Vi Allen down the front here. You guys stand up, please. Come on, I know you love it, Vi. I know you love it. Give everybody a wave or a kiss. Significantly, all three children are getting baptised in a few moments. Um, So that is just a wonderful thing. I honour the God in you. I honour your family. I honour your parenting. Um, Let's face it, there's just a lot of prayers going into parenting. And so that is a wonderful thing. So if you're north of the border in the Sunshine State, um, anywhere as far up as Cairns, um, they are your... (laughs) community group leaders. And then Central um, District, um, I want to honour these wonderful people, Adam and Vanelle Bedsa. I love that photo there. Where are you guys? You guys are on team this morning. Race down the front here, you guys. I know you want to. Come on, let everybody see you. Everybody wants to see you. And your little man, your little apprentice is on again this morning as well, which is so good. These are our central community group leaders. They are just amazing. They oversee a region um, that is from the border, um, really down to Chindra, not including Kingscliff, and then west. Isn't that right? So all of Tweed, South Tweed, and as west as Mwollomba. I was going to say Perth. I was going to say Perth too, but she missed the joke. But that's all right. So. Give these guys a round of applause. They are amazing. And thirdly, our southern community group, our south community group, Harry and Jade Hyatt. Are you still here? They get maybe getting ready to baptise some people. You guys don't get away with it. Come on, race down the front as well. Do a big Pilates run as you come, Jade. Come on, can you do it? Come on, Jade. Come on, let's start a Jade chant. Jade, 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 Jade. That's it. She's in her baptising shorts. (laughs) I love it. That's it. We're a family. (laughs) Love you guys. That was really quick, Jade. That was the quickest run through I've ever seen. I'm so glad you did that because I would have really mucked up all of that. Geography is not my thing, people. Like, so that is Kingscliff and South, South as Melbourne, and so that will be really good. They are, they are so good. You know, I love this scripture. Just to conclude this moment here, Psalm, I can't read this. <laughs> Hang on, zoom out. Yes. Thank you, my darling. We work together. We're a team. Psalm 92, those who are planted in the house of the Lord, is that prayer for you? Not only that you get planted, but this is the response to being planted, that you shall flourish <laughs> in the courts of our God. Our prayer is that you, your family, your home, those things that God calls you to, in and out of seasons. I mean, we've known hard seasons ourselves, but God's promise for you, it's my prayer for you, is that you would flourish in the courts of our God. And watch this for those that are over 60. Watch this. They shall still bear fruit 
in old age. I'm not saying it means babies, you guys, but you know, just read the book of. No, we won't go there. This is your, <laughs> this is your promise. They will be fresh and flourishing. Isn't that so good? Why don't you stand to your feet right now? I want to pray over you. We're going to hear from the band and then we're going to baptise some people, which will be just so, so powerful this morning. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. Jesus, your mandate on our life as a church, as the heartbeat of our church is to be life-giving. And Lord Jesus, I pray that your life would enter our life in such a fresh dynamic. It would be overflowing to the world that so desperately needs you. Lord Jesus, you would pour your spirit into us and through us that we would be a life-giving community, Father, in our words, in our decisions, in our relationships, Father, that you would empower us to be all that you've called us to be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Garden is a life-giving church with a passionate commitment to help people grow in a loving relationship with Jesus, to gather in a faith-filled community, and to go and make a difference in our world. Find out more at gardenchurch.com. That's G-A-R-D-N church.com. Or on Instagram and Facebook at Garden Church. That's G-A-R-D-N church.